We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That is the Bruce story. <laughs> Mike in California is actually in the chat right now on YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio talking about the menu for this weekend. Beef ribs. Ooh. Berea tacos on Sunday. Uh, I mean, there's a big barbecue ooh. thing going on in our chat. If you're into that kind of thing, jump Who's on it. Who's not into that kind of thing? <laughs> yes. I don't know. 855-212-4227. We're talking all about the divisional round this week and picking upsets. Perloff has made a prediction about what we're going to be talking about Monday yeah. morning. It is the Cowboys kicking situation. Unless it's a blowout by the Niners, it doesn't even matter. What if it comes down to one play? What if... You gotta eat, put it what in if the Cowboys are one point behind <laughs> and Brett Maher, then you go for two, I guess. Well, it depends. Has he hit extra points like throughout the game? Even so, the amount of pressure that would be in the fourth quarter, yeah. you can't put him out there. You well, have to go for the win. You know, it's funny about the yips, right? Because yeah. when you get them, once you get over them, are they just gone? Like once you get rid of the hiccups or something, it's like you're in the clear for a while. No, I don't think so. The uh, yips can go back at any moment. Like no, did Chuck Knobloch, if he actually threw to first, then was he wasn't cured after that, right? No, I feel like like Mark Wollers had it, uh, uh, and Keel had it for yeah. a little bit as well. Yeah, but, and but it always came back. Just though. end up be switching positions to a different position. Yeah. But I, I don't remember a guy who had the yips and then got over the yips and then got the yips back. I feel like right. once you get over mm. the yips, it's kind of like you're done with Maybe it. Maybe right? golfers. Barkley's gone on and yeah. off with yips throughout his whole life. I mean, but he's not golf? a professional golfer. <laughs> no, he's but he's he the worst golf swing of all time. He's got a tick, though. I mean, it's similar. For golf, I'll tell you, that is the one spot that I get the yips. Or yeah, Have you ever, I don't play, play a ton of golf, but when you're at that first tee and everybody's watching you and you know everybody's judging you and you're not quite certain you're going to make solid contact, <laughs> yeah. that is a level of anxiety that I just can't handle. But you that, beat that's Nance. That's not the yips. That's choking. You beat Nance in his own game. I did beat Jim Nance and yeah, his he has a replica of Masters. I'm in corner and I did beat him there, but... You have to understand, my ball hit off his house. I shanked it. <laughs> hit off his house and landed two feet from the hole. Didn't Rory McIlroy do that once no. in a major? Gilmore, final hole. And I think actually what Brett Maher, the Cowboys kicker, is going through is closest to golf because it's something he's done a million times. He doesn't have to avoid a rusher. It's just right in front of him. The only enemy he has is his own mind. And I have to tell you, I don't want to get too deep here. That is the most serious enemy any human being can face. Well, we know. But the thing is about, I don't know if you can have the yips if it's not your sport, like if Charles Barkley all of a sudden wa- walked to the free throw line and couldn't make a free throw, I would say that's the yips. Like if Brett Maher, you know, like, like Ben Simmons, 
Yeah, right. Like, don't you? It has to be in your sport. Well, it's, yeah, but golf. I do think people say Barkley has a yips in golf. He used to be an excellent golfer. Then he got this tick in his swing. Yeah. I don't know. People, I mean, you know, we've said that. You've probably even said it before. He's got the yips. Golf is important to men, too, by the way. They, oh, I, they don't I, I take that it. lightly. By, <laughs> I get it. I mean, is the solution as easy as Major League Two? What, oh, what do they do in Major League the, Two? Remember the catcher can throw back to the pitcher? So he had so so Jake oh. the 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 manager had him reading like Playboys or something and then he or, or like or like lingerie yeah. magazines I mean and that's how he remembered to like not think while he was throwing the ball. I just want to point out for a second that you guys clown me incessantly for liking Caddyshack. Yes, too. yes. Major League Two is an abomination. No, of no, no. Major League Three is an abomination. No, Major, Major League Two, two is an abomination. Uh, Wesley okay. Snipes didn't even come back for the yeah, second yeah. one. You know, Major League Three was Scott Bakula back to the minors. It was one of the worst movies. It was so, like, Major League Three is the equivalent of Caddyshack Two. No, Caddyshack Two is is a is an Oscar winner compared to Major no, League nobody, Two. No, because nobody from Caddyshack One came back to Caddyshack Two. Uh, Chevy Chase. Ever heard of a, a a small actor named Chevy Chase? Sure, but like none of the other. Everyone, like Bill Murray was replaced by Dan Aykroyd and. And uh, Rodney Dangerfield okay. was, was replaced by Jackie Mason. Mason. Yeah, they were all replaced by somebody else. Major League Two, everybody came back for the most part, except there was just a different actor playing, you know, Willie Mays Hayes. And then you added the, the Japanese guy <laughs> who came Epps. in. No, I know it was Omar Pedro- Epps. I just, I, I just want to point out that Samter went right to Major League. Can I, can I throw out an activity for Super Bowl week? And I know we're out there and we don't, but I think we should all get together in a hotel room and stream Caddyshack 2 to see if it is really <laughs> as bad as most of us remember or if it's as good as I assume it's going to be a little dated but I would love well. to do a live stream of us watching Caddyshack 2 <laughs> and and Maggie hysterically laughing at some Jackie Mason joke and the rest of us just <laughs> not knowing what to do. Caddyshack 1. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS. All right, got to get to this. So a couple things here. Number one, the NFL is very proud of themselves today, patting themselves on the back, putting out releases that they sold 50,000 tickets per off to a potential neutral site AFC championship game in in 24 hours. Now, somehow this is getting twisted as bulletin board material for the Cincinnati Bengals. So we have Joe Mixon, who was, be, was asked about this and is really ticked off. To be honest, it's, it's disrespectful, but... We're not worried about that. Shit. We got a game to play on Sunday, right? So you can't count us out. We got a game to play on Sunday. Like I said, that other stuff that don't mean shit. we're gonna go out there on Sunday, and you know we're gonna do what the hell we gotta do to come back with that dub. And then we're gonna see what they're talking about. See, I think this is unfair from the NFL to give extra bulletin board material to the Cincinnati Bengals when this had nothing to do with the Bills and has nothing to do with the Chiefs. This was the NFL decided to put these tickets on sale. This isn't the Bills like planning a championship parade or something like that. And I think it's getting twisted here by the Bengals. So you're saying, I see, I don't think there's bulletin board material at this level of the playoffs. Everybody's 100% in. And ready to go. And also, Joe Mixon's been mad about this for three weeks, right? Well, the coin flip, I kind of understand why they were upset about that. Yes, Joe Mixon, all Which this motivation. Can I just give you his last two games? Uh, week 18, 11 carries, 27 yards. Playoff game against Baltimore, 11 carries, 39 yards. And by the way, and you could say, oh, well, that's a tough defense. He hasn't gotten over three yards a carry in about six weeks. He's, I don't know what this Baltimore. Where was that Baltimore <laughs> material? At? No, it's the. He can find a tackler and a 
in a dark room. <laughs> and, uh, Joe Mixon is the most overrated writer. If Joe Mixon starts going off against the Bills, then you're definitely going to lose. But I'd be sh- beyond shocked if that happened. Well, wait now. Now you just jinxed no, it. No, I no, just no. said two weeks, he's, he's been fired up about this stupid coin toss, and he's done nothing. Well, he scored a touchdown against the Ravens and then t- pulled a coin out of his yeah. uniform and flipped it in the air and then kicked it into the stands. He had 11 carries for 27 yards against a Ravens team that wasn't even trying. He's, he's been bad. And also, Joe Burrow is always dialed in. He doesn't need Baltimore material. That's really my he take He doesn't, but there's always like the, you know, just the collective thing where it's like when there, I think there's no greater motivation. I don't think this matters about football or professional sports or just life in general. There's no bigger motivation than thinking you're getting screwed. Like, whether it's a parking ticket, whether it's your kid not playing in a game at a rec level, whether it's professional football, there's no greater motivator, I think, in life than thinking you're getting screwed. And that's, they're professional athletes, they pay for a, play for a paycheck, I get it, but that's a human emotion. Yeah, maybe in week 14 when you're trying to get up, I can't see... You know, this is this is it. This is the season. They gotta be fired up already. Why, why would you need extra material to go up against this game? And I just don't think Joe Mixon strikes me as a guy who speaks for everybody else. Well, the, if Joe Burrow said it, then I would take it seriously. But Joe Mixon, I could care less. All right. Well, speaking of Joe Burrow, now this one was kind of odd too. We thought Joe Burrow, who depending where you want to put him, he's a top five quarterback in the league. But whatever, wherever you put him, but everyone can agree that he's top five quarterback in the league. He's obviously in line for a major contract. Whenever they decide to get that done. The first time they can get it done is after this season. It will have completed his third year. So here was Mike Brown, who's the owner of the Bengals, who was talking on the Bengals Booth podcast with Dan Hard at Dan Horde and Dave Lapham. He's going to have a long career. Uh, we certainly want it to be here. But there is the fact that uh, when you don't have to pay the quarterback some extraordinary amount, that that leaves room to pay other players more. But uh, Mahomes and others of that like, they seem to make it go even after they have gotten their payday. You're not getting out of this one, Mike. (laughs) i got to say. What are you talking about? You sound sharp as a tack right there. What was that? (laughs) Are you implying that, like, What's the implication so here, I've read, a, I've read a lot about this. The implication is they want him to take a Tom Brady discount to keep the talent around because they got to obviously pay their receivers, especially I think they could lose T. Higgins. So I think everyone is assuming that he's saying, hey, take a discount. Of course we want you, but we got to keep a champion team around you. Okay, well, I mean, not to get too in the weeds here, but you know who's going to have a major problem with that? The NFL Players Association. Oh, but They that... hate it when guys take less money. Hate it. And if Joe Burrow has a chance to have a record-setting contract. I mean, I don't know if he's getting a Deshaun Watson contract, but he certainly could ask for one. Well, I know, but... Just like Lamar. Those guys, I, I never even understood. I would definitely go the Brady route. If you could get... Say you got $185 million guaranteed. Yeah. Isn't that enough? Well, but that's not for you or I to decide. Well, I'm just saying... You don't want to be Drew Brees and then have your team gutted around you because that's no fun either. I don't think Drew Brees cares about the money. He can never spend the money. Well, then he why did he keep taking was, every dollar a year be, after I think year he made, after year? I think he had bad judgment. I think the he'll look back at his career and say, wow, we could have achieved a lot more if I hadn't eaten up all the salary cap. I don't and think the, he's the go, think that. The go, oh, I think so. I, think, I don't think he cares about that. 
Well, Drew Brees actually did lose a lot of money, but I don't think he cares about the money. I think he looks back with regret at the last seven years of his career, for sure. Doesn't care about the money. He's out there doing commercials no, for I, well, he ca- lost Cabetti it. He, casinos and stuff. I know. I think he lost some money. I oh. mean, famously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah got he got it in bad jewelry deal and whatever. But I don't know. If I'm Joe Burrow and you have a choice, I can push the Bengals as far as I can or we we sign all these guys. I want T. Higgins. I'm sorry. And Joe Burrow's always going to make money off the field. He's fine. He'll probably get a, when he retires, a Tom Brady $40 million deal. You're telling me you wouldn't take a little bit less to keep talent around you? Well, listen, maybe I might, but I'm not them. Like, I'm not somebody who's already torn my ACL once. I'm not somebody who, you know, was told, you know, at Ohio State, you're never going to amount to anything or, you know, you're, you can't play for us. And then went on to give one of the bit, biggest middle fingers to everybody in the history of college football. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not living that life. Right. But you also are not as you're pretty competitive, but you're not as competitive where Joe Burrow, where your whole life is about winning Super Bowls and you will do anything. You will push an old lady in front of a bus to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> so you're yeah. telling me you wouldn't, you wouldn't help your team I like Patrick pu- Mahomes and Brady I would to push, help the cap. I would push an old lady in front of the bus for this show. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> well, I honestly, I think he's obsessed with winning. And I think the, the obvious path to winning is to take a little bit less to keep your receivers. Okay. Otherwise, well, you're Green Bay, well, and you're I, throwing to Samaje Toure <laughs> at an important moment. I also, though, if I were the owner of the Bengals, and I'm trying to position myself to ask somebody who could ask for the moon and stars, I don't know if I'm doing that publicly. Yeah, no. <laughs> I never remember Robert Kraft being out there on podcasts saying, you know, it's really great that Tom's taking less money. That was something that was kind of like a little bit more unspoken, right? And a lot oh, of people sure. said it was because Giselle was making so much money that he was able to afford to do that. I don't know about that. But I don't know if I'd be out there trying to put public pressure on him to take less. Yeah, I mean, maybe we're reading too much. I know he was just speaking. But he's kind of hot. He's kind of the hot owner GM right now. They've been on fire in the draft. I don't know that it's not the old Mike Brown. I mean, look at it, all the great players he's brought in there. I mean, he's a GM. I know Duke Tobin is probably picking these guys, but I feel like he has a little house money to play with. Is that, it's not Mike Brown of all where we used to make fun of them for being cheap because they've, A, they spent money, B, they've made great draft choices. Well, and they also, let's be honest, like got the number one pick in the best year possible. (laughs) Right, 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 right. But they also got. Where it was obvious. Yeah. Like, no offense to Justin Herbert, but like, it was obvious that he was going to be the number one guy. He's from Ohio. Like, they, they got so lucky with that. Right, but they also got Chase. They also they signed Hendrickson. They've they've made nothing but great moves. Yep. And also these, the apparently these backup linemen that are starting and that you have no, you you don't think that they're going to struggle at all. They're all draft picks. These guys are bringing. In, except I can't believe you're not. There's two tackles gone and a guard gone, and you're terrified of this team. Terrified because of Joe Burrow. There was one tackle missing last year. Now there's three. This is Mahomes in the Super Bowl. There's no way they could keep Joe Burrow upright. Well, but don't forget, Mahomes in the Super Bowl, that Tampa pass rush was crazy. Like, they were really, really good. That's not the Bills pass rush right but now. They, yeah, but I mean, I think that game was definitely defined by both tackles being out. And that's the reality that Cincinnati's facing. It's a big, it's a huge deal. That's why the spread's five and a half. I know. It would never be that otherwise. I agree with you. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I still think it can be overcome. Uh, Bob's in Myrtle Beach would like to back me up a little bit. What's up, Bob? Oh, man, I, I've got your back here. When it comes down, if you're starting to split hairs on what what the best uh, sequel is or whatnot, 
uh, I'm with you here because unless you've got Kenny Loggins on your soundtrack, <laughs> you don't even compete. <laughs> <laughs> the soundtrack for well, and he but he was in the first Caddyshack, the Kenny Loggins song, right? Nobody's full. You also had you also had Lisa Lisa Cult Jam. You had Cheap Trick. You had uh, the Pointer Sisters and Earth Wind and Fire. So I don't know if there's any other soundtracks <laughs> that are going to hold wind to that. Bob, MVP call. Appreciate it. Can I read the headline again about that Sports Illustrated story I found about Caddyshack too, please? Sports Illustrated. What do they know? Well, it's Chris <laughs> Nasrati who wrote the main book on Caddyshack, which is amazing, by yeah. the way. Biggest Caddyshack fan in the world. Caddyshack 2, the inside story of one of the worst sequels in history. <laughs> Forty years ago, the original movie turned chaos, in, uh, chaos into a sports comedy cult classic. So how did it spawn such a... What is this word? Stultifying? I didn't even know that was a word. <laughs> Dud. It's the worst sequel ever made of one of the right. great movies. We'll do the watch party. I don't know if we should do it during the Super Bowl. I have to think there's something better well, we can when do else our are, When else are we all going to be in the same room? Oh, that's true. Yeah, we'll be in the same hotel. I'm not going to Jersey to watch Caddyshack. <laughs> that is not happening. Oh, come on. Let's just come in early one day and we'll just hang out in the office. <laughs> oh. and we'll, we'll get one of those like projector screens and we'll just put it on for the entire team here. We can ask Boomer if we can use his office. I'm sure he'd be totally fine with that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two. Hey, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Don't worry about Boomer. Move on. Yeah. Why are you all sitting on my couch? <laughs> uh, coming up, a desperation move in the NFL, but will it work? We're going to be picking these games, of course, during the course of the show as well. This is a fun one. Divisional round, Perloff. We're right here on the doorstep. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back on Maggie and Perloff, please feel free to call in with show bets. <laughs> 855-212-4227-855-212-4CBS. Phil in Pennsylvania is going to send a Randall Cunningham jersey, win or lose, wow. and loan it to us. Yeah, I love this concept of loaning us your stuff, and we'll display it. Here uh, right uh, on our set. Yes, I think that's a great idea. Much like, as he pointed out, a museum. Because... <laughs> The kind of things, you know, you have a Fred Jackson jersey here that, <laughs> it's not from signed. the Bills running back. That I mean, that belongs to the museum, a Western New York <laughs> yeah, very museum. Yeah, spe- very specific museum. Yeah. Um, I saw, I was watching an old Bills highlight the other day, and Fred Jackson got a carry. Yeah. I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's who he is. Only yeah. the real ones know yeah. that. You know, one thing we haven't really been talking about much because maybe it's the largest spread of the weekend, Perloff, and maybe because we're all kind of deep down scared to death of the Kansas City Chiefs is sort of what's at stake for them this season and beyond. The Chiefs, no doubt, and Mahomes, no doubt, are like the cream of the crop in the NFL. But 
they still only have one Super Bowl. Yeah. Is it wrong for me or nitpicky for me to say, okay, can you really call them dominant if they don't win another together? Yeah, but I don't think that applies to this year, though. I think this year they get a total pass. They haven't really invested much in their defense at all, and they let Tyreek Hill go because they didn't want to pay him. So everybody has a built-in excuse this year. Really? You would get a pass? Did we ever give the Patriots a pass when they used to trade guys away too early or not re-sign dudes? No, but that was the Patriots. They won six Super Bowls. I yeah. know, but I feel like the Chiefs were kind of going to be the next team that would take the torch from the Patriots and be that next sort of dominant yeah. team. It was shaping up like that. Hell, they've had four AFC championships at home in a row. Yeah, but Andy Reid did that in with the Eagles. He had four NFC title games in a row. I don't know. I, I just I feel... I know, but he never won any of those. Yeah, but I don't feel like this no, is No, I'm typical. sorry. He did win one of them, and you yeah. went to the Super typical Bowl. Typical Andy yeah. Reid, though. This... It just doesn't feel like that kind of pressure. I've never heard anyone treat this Chiefs team like that Patriots team. Because, yes, at some point they have to win another one. But are you hearing, it's nowhere near the amount of pressure the Bills have on them. Basically, this was this was not supposed to be a great Chiefs year. Because they've lost Terry Kill. Yeah. Uh, now, I think a bigger question is what happens when Kelsey leaves. When he, He's got to get old at some point. But they, what, give me, after they misspent on their defensive line, what have they done to help their defense? Nothing. Nothing. Their defense stinks. George Karloftis is a first-round pick. Yeah, and he's good, by the way. Yeah, I know. But he's young. Uh, and the McDuffie actually had a nice play. Uh, oh, yeah, on, the corner. Yeah, he had a really good play. But those guys are rookies. I, I think that... You really think the Chiefs get a pass? If they lose to the Jags, and somehow the Jags yeah. pull off the upset of the weekend, you think that doesn't matter at all? I am not hearing a lot of pressure on the Chiefs. Wow. For but... this year. And also, they, they almost lost to the Texans. They're not nearly the team they were the Super Bowl year. Are they? I just think with Mahomes and Reed together, I mean, the defense is the same, right? Like, it's and yeah. at, at times the defense has come on. I, you can throw on them, obviously, a little bit, but that's what we said even the year they won the Super Bowl, you could throw on them. We have a little Andy Reed sound, yes? This is Andy Reed talking about uh, Patrick Mahomes and his attitude just going back to the offseason. All of a sudden, as a receiving core, for the most part, except for McCole, they leave, new group comes in. And he didn't flinch on it. He didn't complain. He didn't, you know, run up to Veach and go, what are we doing? You know, that type of, that's not what he, that's not what he did. He just said, I understand. Let's go. And then he gets commended for that, I guess. Not like Aaron Rodgers out here being like, you got to resign this guy and this guy and this guy and that guy or else I don't want to be here. I mean. Well, yeah, but I mean, those were scrubs. Those are his friends. I actually, I totally think Aaron Rodgers being unfairly labeled as being selfish for saying, keep my buddies around. No, it's not about selfish. That that part of it, I don't think is selfish. I think, I, it's, I think it's weird to say, now we're talking about Rodgers, but I, I think it's weird to say, I would take your 60 million and now I have all these demands. It's like, well, they give you $60 million. You might just have to do what they want to do now. I don't know. I mean, listen. He's trying to support his friends that are negotiating contracts. That's what I would want. He's being actually more team first than usual there, saying, hey, these guys have worked really hard. It's important to bring them back. Obviously, if we take, for, back to Roger for a second, what is he doing? The, the Packers do not want him. Do you really want to pay $60 million for one year of Aaron Rodgers and 21 rookies? That would be painful for everybody. Don't you want to move on? Well, it's not that many rookies. I mean, it's it's a young team on defense, but these have been first round picks that have been building on themselves. But if you if you lose back to Ari, who's your left tackle? 
Well, I mean, I don't know. The Cowboys, the Cowboys are starting a rookie left tackle, and most of the people who called today think they're going to beat the 49ers. Yeah, I mean, actually, the Cowboys do have some serious concerns. I know about you and the offensive line. That <laughs> no, is a, okay. that, that's okay. I've made my peace with them. That's a bit of a problem that they've had to rotate that offensive line, so we'll see. Uh, do you see Jason Peters limping off? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think he's been practicing this week. i got to check about today. But I don't even know how we got there. But Mahomes, yeah, he's crediting, but I don't think – he was Andy Reid would never take a shot at Aaron Rodgers. That's just not what he does. No, no, no. I don't think it. I don't think he was doing that. And I, I just, I don't. I'm saying that I made that leap. But I'm just saying about Mahomes. Like, listen, I, I disagree with you that if they lose this game to the Jags, and listen, is it? Would it be a long shot? Yeah, there's a reason why the Chiefs are a nine point favorite. But this Jags team is resilient. They've shown they're a second half team. They, you have a. Andy Reid disciple and Doug Peterson, who is going to know uh, what Reid is going to be trying to do, which is hard because Reid is such a genius at times on the offense. But, I mean, this is going to be – this is a heavyweight matchup. Like, it's just because the spread is big. I don't think – doesn't mean this isn't going to be a good game. I I mean, you can't say it's a heavyweight matchup. Why not? Weren't the Jags 9-8 and eight and they won the uh, AFC South – and they did it by beating Tennessee 2016 on a strip sack of Josh Dobbs. A heavyweight matchup means Frazier Ali. This <laughs> the, is this the, is more of a Villanova Georgetown to me. Uh, they were okay. nine and eight. I get it, but they've also been playing playoff games for a month, and yeah, they've been not and they've looking been winning. great. <laughs> well, but they've been winning at each turn. I don't know. I guess I consider Trevor Lawrence like now. I feel like he's kind of arrived after wow. after the second half in that Chargers game. I feel like that was the moment, right? I, it's funny. I view Buffalo Cincinnati as a heavy. Well, that's matchup. another one. An- another one. I don't. <laughs> you see, KC and Jacksonville the same same as Cincinnati Buffalo. No, I, but no, it's not the same same. But I think no, it's not the same same. But I do think it would be it would be devastating. This is how it started. This would be devastating for Kansas City if they lost. Well, let me ask you this And then we'll start asking questions about when are they going to win their next Super Bowl. What if the Chiefs win this game, forget this game, uh, and they don't win the Super Bowl? Are people going to be disappointed and start asking about Mahomes? Is he going to get another one? Well, I mean, if he loses to the Bengals again, or if they lose to the Bills, I think so. I still think people look at the Chiefs as a step above, and Mahomes specifically, a step above even Allen and Burrow. Yeah, I, I don't think there's a lot of pressure this season. I just don't see it. I, I Nobody's been talking about the Chiefs like they're the team to beat. It's been the Bills almost all the year. There was yeah, but a the dip. Bills haven't played well in a month. Yeah, but they, I mean, they, they, I know it was a fairly close game, but they sure look like the better team when they played the Chiefs early in the season. Yeah, but that was a year, that feels like years ago, that game. That was before Josh Allen got hurt in week nine. Yeah, I know, but I, they're not. I don't know. They're just not that team right now, the Chiefs. They're not the juggernaut. I'm not sure. I'll bet you if you look at the last four years, their Super Bowl odds have been much higher. Don't you think? There's no Tyreek Hill. I know, but they still are the Super Bowl favorites. <laughs> Barely. And I mean, they've been flip-flopping with the Bills. If the Bills played well against Miami. By the way, there's a lot of people who think that the two number two seeds will be the favorites next week. A lot of people think the Bills are going to be favored over the Chiefs. Well, first they got to get there. I mean, let's not look <laughs> ahead a l- too much. Well, I mean, it's just speculating, just where perceptions are. I definitely think the Niners could be favored over the Eagles, and I would bet you the Bills would end up being favored over the Chiefs. Just, um, I'm saying the perception of the Chiefs is they are not no, that super team this you year. You know, it can't. We can't just go by Vegas in this one because Vegas has been weird about the Bills for the last six weeks. But that's public perception. Yeah, They're, I mean, they've been they've been. The spreads have been off in a lot of these games. 
Well, I don't know. That doesn't strike me as a, a they valid were 13 statement. and a half point favorites last week, and they won by three. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but I in general, I, I don't think you can say the spreads are off because that it never works that way. The spreads no more than all of us. Well, then how do you explain 13 and a half point favorites? Well, I mean, because sometimes a, a game doesn't hit the spread, but I mean, generally, what what are they against the spread this year? I don't actually have their number about against But the generally, the spread is more accurate than any piece of analysis that will ever be in the history of the world. The spread, to say the spreads are all off. For the Bills, it, they've been weird. Can't you, don't you think this five and a half is a little bit weird? No, because they're missing two tackles on a guard. I think you can't look at that and say, oh, I, I think Cincinnati it has a great chance to win this game. Yeah, it definitely pushed it. It would have probably been three and a half. But these injuries are huge. I mean, but Joe Burrow got sacked eight times last year yeah. in the game against Tennessee, right? They win that game. He against was, Tennessee. But he was sacked a million times on their trip to the Super Bowl. And ultimately, it was... Wait, if you're so confident, you should be putting all your money. And you feel like, you make it sound like there's a no-brainer. That number is not going to hit. Well, you know my... my, my uh, I've got like a personal thing that I don't like to bet on the Bills. Okay. Or like anything that has to do with their games. Because I find it's bad juju. I just find it weird to say that almost saying Vegas doesn't know what they're doing on one team. Because obviously that can't be the case because Vegas is all about winning money on these bets. So they have a reasoning and they, they always win. There's a reason those buildings are so nice. It just, <laughs> yeah. it just feels like, an, you know what I'm saying? If I had said, oh, I don't think these spreads uh, really understand what the, uh, name a random team, the, the Jaguars are doing. Yeah. That wouldn't, in, in a vacuum, that statement would sound ludicrous, right? Because the spreads are always right. Okay, who was the Vegas favorite to come out of the Eastern Conference last year until basically the day they were swept out of the first round? Oh, the Nets. Yeah. And what yeah. happened? Nobody thought they were beating Boston. And we couldn't figure out, why do they keep saying this? Because sucker bets keep coming in on them. That's the reason why. Not because they're watching the games. I mean, yeah. they are watching the games, but you know what I mean. Nah, yeah, you're right. I mean, listen... Sports betting, these lines, they, they're just totally random numbers going out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, they're all yeah. going to hit this week. Timothy <laughs> says in the chat, you can't be a dynasty without a defense and a running game. Is that going to be ultimately what undoes the, the Chiefs on this run? Well, hold on. The Patriots never had a running game. They had like um, the whatever, you know. They had a third down back out of the backfield Like game. a James White, yeah, you know, Kevin like that Falk. guy. Yeah, the catch the ball out of the backfield guy. That was the run game. Well, Corey Dillon was a run game for them. That was one early. They had the yeah. first three. They definitely had a run game. Uh, I bet you they were top ten in running in those years. I'll double check. The uh, remember yeah, I mean, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, and <laughs> in Berman used to call the them law the law firm. firm. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, I think people don't realize how bad that Chiefs defense is. I mean, it, it is terrible. Last year was terrible. Year to wire to wire, it's awful this year too. If they face a real team, which I'm not sure is going to happen. Assuming they face the Bills, it, they could beat the Bengals for sure because the Bengals you are going to be so beat up. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean they're going to be heavy favorites against the Bengals. And if the Bengals, honestly, if, if the only team that is really going to challenge them right now is the Bills, you would think Vegas would think. I would think you wouldn't think, of course, because you're better than Vegas. <laughs> yeah. But guys, for years I've been beating Vegas. I but, mean, this is this is why I do what I do. But the, also. I, yeah, I think wait till someone really, really good challenges that defense, and we'll see. I agree with that caller who said the, or sorry, the person in the chat. Yeah. That defense is terrible. There's no way you could call them a dynasty until they get that right. Chad says the Chiefs are not a dominating team. Uh, this year, they have not been. They, no, they right. have not been a dominating team this year. So maybe we're looking at those nine points. Maybe that's tempting. Years pass for sure. 
Definitely. The team that, remember the year after the Super Bowl, they were 14-1 and one going the final week and they rested their starters. That team was dominant. Yeah, that was crazy. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Welcome to weigh in on your thoughts for the divisional round. Coming up, crazy rumor that's going around the NFL today. We'll get to that in just a moment after this CBS Sports Update with Rich Ackerman. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. A lot going on today as we are on the eve of the divisional round in the NFL. Best weekend of the year. I think all these games, I mean, I don't see a blowout in the yeah. lot. We are sweating our picks right now. I, I mean, know. Should, during the break. <laughs> we're just keep, I actually, break, I asked these two behind the glass, Stu and Mike. I was like, all right, if you were me against the oh, spread. <laughs> no, because the funny thing is, and we'll get into it later, our season-long records are identical but you and I are both yep. we're trying to help each other out with these props. And you look at these rushing props and these receiving props, and it seems so obvious. Like, there's no way Devin Singletary is going to get 38 and a half yards. Cut to Sunday. Devin he Singletary breaks, breaks one down. <laughs> ah! It's like it's a season high. <laughs> yeah, these props, uh, you know, I, I think you could do a lot of analysis on the over-unders and the actual spread. But these props, there is definitely a luck element. <laughs> <laughs> you think? 855-212-4CBS. There was one this year that I ended up getting. It was a Monroe St. Brown receptions prop. And it was like six and a half or something. Yeah. He's at five and he leaves the game with an injury oh, and no. ended up coming back into the game and getting two more <laughs> catches. I was like, I will never the gambling gods shined on me that day. I had Saquon Barkley uh receive uh, catches last week. And every time, I'm only watching the game for that at this yeah. point. So <laughs> Daniel Jones drops back, and Saquon's just sitting there in the flat wide open about 100 times, and Jones is throwing it somewhere else, usually completing it, and I'm screaming, you yeah. know, 25-yard pass to Richie James. I'm like, you had Barkley right there. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Betty makes you a fool. It There's no doubt about it. How many times do you, like, you know, your, oh, yeah. your guy runs eight, 60 yards, gets tackled to the one-yard line, and they give it yeah. to somebody else yeah. for one-yard touch. Like, Come on, give it Matt to my Matt with the team. <laughs> TD Vulture, oh, yeah. uh, there's nothing worse. So that's one of the reasons why uh, you had a really good prop about the Jarrett Stidham over half of interception. Yeah. That was like gravy. But I never bet those interception props because I'm always worried that it's going to be interception where they're like, oh, there's a flag on the other side of the field because somebody was like Ill- Ill- oh. ineligible man downfield and then like bring it back or something. I'm like, there's there's too many things that can go wrong. Stidham, by the way, in that game had one interception and it was a lucky one. It was. And then I was like, this is Easy cheddar, and I did Russell Wilson half an interception. And guess what? Russ had the cleanest game of the year. Luckily, at the end, someone knocked his arm and he threw an interception. Yeah, it's it's brutal. But so we're gonna do that in hour three. Yeah, we'll do that coming up in just a bit. But speaking of Russell Wilson, tangentially, get to it in a second. Let's check on our buddy Sean Payton. What the f- is Sean Payton up to today? Perloff hates this. I love it. <laughs> well, it was originally conceived as Aaron Rodgers, who the dude's out there doing ayahuasca and <laughs> dating Instagram influencers. Sean Payton is just going about a coaching search. But anyway, I am now very curious. What is he up to today? Uh, okay, well, I'm glad you asked. So literally today, Sean Payton is in New York City, was meeting with David Tepper. I'm assuming that already happened. They seem like morning people. So that's obviously the owner of the Carolina Panthers. Oh, oh. uh-oh. He what? had to reschedule a Monday, Schefter tweeted just now. Oh. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something you can text? Like, oh, hey, sorry, sorry. got to cancel. Uh, uh, there's a Charlotte soccer player that David Tepper owns a team who unfortunately passed. Oh, I did hear that yeah, tragic story. Yeah, so 
so they want I to reschedule. So okay. Tapper had to reschedule. Okay, well, that's we'll leave that where it is. That's a tragic story. Steve's yeah, not so laughing I, that we walked totally, right into that. I totally brought you down on yeah. the uh, cute little Sean Payton over. <laughs> okay. That uh, is come tragic. Come back from this, Maggie. Let's see you do this. <laughs> I like <laughs> I have no way to spin out of this. Michael Vick couldn't spin out of this. I, there's no way that I'm going to be able to, so I'm just going to move over to a completely different story, which is, according to Colin Cowherd, Russell Wilson reached out directly, but legally, no tampering, reached out to Sean Payton directly to gauge his interest and basically try to recruit him to the to the Denver Broncos. Yeah. First now, of all, smart move there by Russ. Yeah, I mean, the Broncos seems to me like the most logical situation. If it's true that Sean Payton wants between twenty and twenty-five million dollars, yeah, that makes Denver the richest team and Carolina the second richest team. The first two choices, right? Those are the only two guys who are going to pay him twenty-five million dollars a year. Well, I, I don't know say. if it's the only teams. Like all these guys are rich enough to do it if they want to. But that makes him the most logical. I think Sean Payton's looking at this and saying, it's not just that they're going to pay me a lot. They have all the resources in the world. They're going to make the best practice facilities. And you and I sort of disagree on this. I don't think he wants a three-year project like the Houston Texans. Sure. Denver has a lot of veterans. They have a lot of, you know, there are a lot of guys coming back off injury. I think he could have instant success there. I think that'd be very attractive to him. Okay, but don't, do you consider Carolina a work in progress, like a yes. work in progress or a finished product? No, there's a, with a quarterback on set. Yeah, they have no quarterback. But and now yet, that they've never, yeah, but that team hasn't won more. Yeah, that Denver hasn't either. But Denver's got a lot more pro bowlers, I believe. Yeah, I think Denver's roster, listen, I like the Carolina roster, All, but there's a really big question mark. Who's going to be your quarterback? But if it's going to be about money and you're saying David Tepper or the Walmart Penner group, then... I mean, one is a project, a little bit more of a project, even though the roster, I think, is good in Carolina. And the other one is, hey, you're expected to come in and win immediately. Now, when you're making 25 or $20 million a year, if you fail at that, well, you get a nice little comfortable landing spot with all that cash. But it's a lot more pressure. And it's a better division, which I know didn't That's end true. up mattering as much this year, but it still matters. I mean, you still had the Chiefs and the Chargers both made the playoffs. Yeah, I don't know. It's, look at Denver's got Javante Williams, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, lining up, and I guess no offense gone. So I don't, I'm, uh, Alberto, I, I don't even know who their tight end is. Carolina, they got rid of McCaffrey, so they're still, and they don't have a quarterback. It's not just that they're a little thinner. I mean, they kept Brian Burns, yep, but they're they're not exactly stacked right now. There's definitely gonna you need to need some time there. Yeah, but I, I think that could be attractive, too. And yeah, it's see, a I much easier division to win. Sean Payton's 58, and he has this incredible reputation. He's not going to want to get $25 million a year and be 4-13. and 13. No, uh, they're not going to be 4-13. and 13. Well, depend, I don't know who their quarterback's going to be, but I don't see... They're going to win the division. Brady's going to leave. And who... They're going to, what, lose to Atlanta, who's also in you know similar rebuild? And who, the Saints? Um, well, I don't know why, why are they in better shape than any of those teams? Their last, they haven't had a winning record since 2017. You know, they, they haven't really even gotten to 500 since then. They've had two winning records in the last 11 years. Because they keep missing on the quarterback. Right, but then what's the change here? Well, I still think, well, they, you are thinking that if you're coming in with Sean Payton, isn't that what you're paying him the 20 mil for? is because he's going to be the guy who's going to connect with a quarterback who's going to make them successful, whether it's a veteran guy they bring in or whether they draft somebody. Yeah, also, they've missed on a lot of draft picks, I know. 
they have not had a great uh, Scott Fitterer has not exactly had a perfect regime. No, I'd say not. When yeah, you decide to give Sam, Darnold I just I just can't million. imagine that they can match Denver in talent. But I mean. I don't know. They they were they won seven games this year, but it was in the NFC South. Do you think that Russell Wilson reaching out does anything? If yeah. The, if that coward report is true. Well, I mean, listen. Doesn't Russell Wilson in some ways remind you of Drew Brees? They're both short. They both throw a, a nice moon ball, deep pass. Yeah. It seems like that's the kind of guy you can work with. You could do a lot of work. I know Russell looked bad this year, but if Russell's healthy and he's got his weapons back and he understands the offense, which yeah. he clearly did not under Nathaniel Hackett, then maybe there's a chance for redemption there. I just wonder, is it more appealing for Peyton? Like, have we, first of all, have we totally put to rest the idea of a Tom Brady, Sean Peyton pairing? Because if you're talking about that, then you're looking at a place like Carolina where that could happen. Oof. And so, I don't think Brady's going to go there. Well, I don't know if he's going to either, but if that's still in the works, which we know was not just a rumor, like this, you know, this was going to happen. It was going to be Peyton and Brady in, in Miami. I don't know what Carolina can do in free agency, but that is just not the situation. I mean, look at their weapons. They have DJ Moore is really good. Yeah. Terrace Marshall, who's a bit of disappointment. Uh, Shai Smith is their third receiver. Ian Thomas is their tight end. And Deontay Foreman, who's a, a journeyman, who I, I happen to like, is their running back. Well, Chuba Hubbard, too. Yeah, I mean, that, he's not a starter. I think he lost. He hasn't been a starter for a while there. That's just not, it's not a, a lot of big names there. That's not Tom Brady material. It's not Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I mean, the offensive line is good. Is it? I think it is. I mean, they invested a lot into it. With Aquanu. I mean, I, I think you could do worse. Well, yeah, I didn't think I, I didn't think Aquanu had a great year. I mean, he's a he's a high pick. Maybe yeah, I mean, it's a rookie year. I mean, can he have a second to develop? Yeah, I'm just saying Denver's got Garrett Bowles, who's an all pro. I'm not a huge fan, but... Yeah, I know. Didn't you call him the human <laughs> holding penalty? Yeah, that guy can hold. <laughs> until Donovan Smith took over that. Yeah, and that's I mean, who Brady was playing with all year. Yeah, I mean, remember, Carolina was a, a huge seller at the trading deadline. They just couldn't get the right deal for Brian Burns. I don't know. And you have no quarterback. I can't believe I'm even discussing this, but I guess it comes down to what kind of timeline does Peyton want? You're going to give him a year. Man, does anyone else feel like this is setting up where Peyton just goes back to TV? I do. <laughs> it kind of feels sure like seems it. to like talking to Colin Coward. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he um, does. And like, so they're like, you know, he really loves it out here. The golf and the TV and his life is so great. I'm like, well, do you see that guy on TV? He looks, he's the happiest person on that <laughs> set. He doesn't have to work. He's in LA. Now here's the other question. Yeah. If you look at next year, are McVay and Brandon Staley, the coaches after next year, maybe next year is a better option. Stay in Los Angeles, stay in Los Angeles. And then who knows what I, what opens up? You know he wants to coach Justin Herbert. This is uh, Tony, two-ton Tony in the chat says, Walmart price is going to be going up. <laughs> ah, that's funny. <laughs> Someone's got to pay for Sean Payton. It's going to be us <laughs> buying toilet paper. I think the Walmart Penner group will be okay. <laughs> Something tells me they're set for life. 855-212-4CBS, yeah. Denver is, I mean, that's a good place to live. Denver is a... Uh, I'd love to live in Denver. Yeah, I think everybody you likes it. It's the why. hottest city in the country. Everyone wants to live in Denver. I think if I lived in Denver, I think I'd become an outdoorsy person. Yeah. The thing about Denver is... Which it, I am not right now. Yeah. It's No, snows. you're shaking your head? No, no, you're either an outdoorsy person or you're not. You don't... You can't live, fake your way into that? Yeah, you can't like <laughs> be in a place and be like, okay, now I'm going to be... No, you either like live in the outdoors and then you just find a place to be and do it. Can't just like go to a place and be like, oh, I'm going to be an outdoors person. Yeah, now. but what about like a when in Rome kind of thing? Are you a when in Rome kind of person? <laughs> Not yet, but <laughs> there's always time. When in Denver, that famous thing. <laughs>
move the show to Denver? Denver, too, has a long golf season, which the NFL people love. They get a lot of free agents. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS. Coming up, the one person feeling the most pressure this weekend. We'll tell you next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.